Ladies and gentlemen, the There's a Family Bible program has returned after a long hiatus. I have decided to resume this program as I have reintensified my study of the Word. I hope this program will be a blessing to you in some way, as I know it will be for myself. After a roughly two-year absence, it is exciting to be doing this program again. Uh, the subject we're going to look at today is uh, has to do with false teachings. Uh, within the church today, and pretty much since the death of Christ, we have seen a multitude of dissensions within uh, the body of Christ. It seems that on just about any subject of importance, doctrine-wise, you have different teachings, some of which absolutely do not agree with each other. What we are going to take a look at, take a look at here is the fact that God wants us to wait, wait on what he is trying to tell us. This subject is broached in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 16 through 17, and I will read that passage here. Verse 16, he writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort as they do the other scriptures to their own destruction. Verse 17, therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from your secure position. Here we see that the Apostle Paul writes things that are difficult to understand and that all of his letters are written this way. Uh, I will give an example uh, example book of this. Uh, there is the book of Hebrews, which is uh, one of the hardest chapters in the Bible to understand. Um, but as that has been dealt with in the previous edition, we will not cover that here. Peter was talking, I believe, specifically of the doubting of Christ's second coming here, but it can be it, but it can of course be applied to other subjects. Peter warns that the that the brethren not fall from their secure position. What he is warning them has what he is warning them about has nothing to do with their salvation, but rather their walk with Christ. A person who gets caught up in following the teachings of a false teacher. Uh, will lose the spiritual stability they had before. This will prevent a Christian from having a proper fellowship with God and cause their fruitfulness to, to diminish. Think of how Satan views this. He loves nothing more than to be able to have a stumbling block placed in front of a believer and then that person stumble and fall down because they are mired in the confusion of false teachings. It's like trying to walk what with two broken legs and a sprained ankle, you can't do it. You will not be where you should be when you should be. You are crawling and getting nothing but mud on you. What we are called to do by God is to line up teachings with the Word of God. And this comes from the book of John. Uh, Beloved, believe not every spirit. Verse uh, 4 in whatever chapter this is. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. You, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We who belong to Christ are able to hear him, while those who 
belong to the world follow what they hear in blindness. God does not want us to just go with whatever we are told. It's like when you are in church and the pastor tells us tells you not to just trust what he is saying, but to read it for yourself. That's why when you go to church, you should bring your Bible with you. I've been guilty of not doing this myself. Read it as the pastor is preaching the sermon, and that way you can go ahead and try to read for yourself and see what is really being said. As I mentioned earlier, what God wants us to do is to wait on his answer. But two things interfere with this, though. The first thing is that false teachers take these passages that are hard to understand and twist them in a manner that is contrary to what uh, the word is actually saying. As as a result, even a true Christ, even true Christians can get deceived. The second thing that can happen is that genuine Christians can take these and cause themselves to stumble, and even others. I'm talking about, of course, a preacher or uh, other teacher. Uh, of the word who is a true true Christian uh, and this maybe is in its own way more tragic born again born again Christians we have access to the Holy Spirit but it but yet instead of waiting for God people will go ahead and go with their own understanding we have a tendency to do this and I think a lot of the times it proves futile and wasteful the church has a call to counteract false teachings, unfortunately, at times it seems not enough. It seems it is not enough to stop people from uh, getting sucked into twisted teachings. Uh, we can look around us and see various examples of this with certain groups that claim to follow Christ in some form. This is not only a tool of the devil in some ways to not only hurt individual people but also to tarnish the name of Christianity. Uh, in the end, the duty of Christians is to stand strong on the word and firmly preach the truth of the gospel that Christ alone shed his blood for us, rose from the dead, and that he alone saves us from sin. Uh, I will end this uh, part, I will end this uh, episode here by um, briefly uh, telling anyone who is listening here who may not be saved, uh, if you right now are feeling the urge or the pull of the Holy Spirit drawing you to salvation, what you need to do is this. You need to say, God, I recognize that Jesus Christ is the Son of God in the flesh, that he alone is the way to salvation, that he died for my sins and rose from the dead, and I want to submit and yield my heart to you, Father. I want Jesus Christ to come and save me from my sins. Once you've done that, you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. You are saved. You are a child of God. You are in the family of God. But this can only happen if you are being led by the Holy Spirit to uh, become a child of God. So if you feel that the Lord is speaking to you right now, please, all you have to do is say, Lord, I yield to Jesus Christ, and he will save you from your sins.